Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We honor God and give him glory. Uh, my Bible is open to the book of 1 John. 1 John chapter 1 verse 5. You really don't have to turn. You can turn later um, if you would like. 1 John chapter 1 verse 5. And the word of the Lord reads this is the message which we have heard from him and declare to you God is light and in him is no darkness at all it's the second phrase that I want us to turn our attention to God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. We're still in our epic series. As a matter of fact, I think we are on chapter 13 of our epic series. And today I just want to talk about I have just enough light to step or for the step that I am on. I have just enough light for the step that I'm on. It's dark around me. I can't find my way. I can't see my way. All I got is just enough. My light ain't that bright either. Just enough. It don't, it don't even, it's not enough to even show me my next step. It's not enough for me to know where to go from here. I just got just enough for the step I'm on. Look at your neighbor and say, I got just enough light for the step that I'm on. You can give them just a little bit of life for right now, and then we understand this better by and by. Lord, we thank you for your move in this house. Have your way in this place. Use us into your glory, and we give you honor and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Just enough light for the step that I am on. Once we have received Jesus in our hearts, his light is placed deep within us. And part of our epic journey is to realize that light in us and to discover how God wants to use that light to not only illuminate us, but to illuminate others around him. You do understand that your life is for the glory of God. No other purpose. No other purpose for your life, but for the glory of God. Touch yourself and say, my life is for God's glory. And because of that, he has placed some light on the inside of you. But the problem becomes, we have so much other stuff inside of us that oftentimes the light of Christ does not have the opportunity to shine through the other stuff that we've packed on top of it. This cheap light that I have is good 
when I don't block the cap. But if I block the cap, the light is on, but you don't experience its power because it has a dark filter. Thank you, Phil, on it. Where's your light? Hmm. Light can never become a necessity without the evidence of darkness. I know we, we shout about my story is epic, yeah, but your story's not really epic until you face some things. Your story is not really effective until you deal with some obstacles. As a matter of fact, in creation, God organizes chaos and gives each part of it an assignment and a function. According to Genesis 1 and 2, darkness had a preeminent position in the chaotic environment. If you notice, God didn't create it according to the story. It's already there. Oh, y'all ain't read Genesis in a while. The first words that God speaks in the creation story is, he says, let there be light. And it was. And he says, the light is good. Uh, but now, according to our theme text, if God is light, and there is no darkness at all in him. That means in creation, God inserts himself in the middle of the darkness of chaos and starts creating something greater than what he stepped in. Oh, y'all don't get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. God did not dismiss darkness. He just demoted it. Uh, y'all missed that. I, that gave you something that you can live off for the rest of the week. He did not dismiss the darkness. He just demoted it by dividing its authority with something else. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He puts darkness on a time limit and then uses it to determine the timing of future events. Oh, wait a minute. He, darkness had it all. He steps in the middle and says, you can only stay dark for so long. And then I'm going to use you to determine what's going to happen in the future. Oh, can I tell you right now, it seems like a good point to put right here. Your nighttime has a time limit. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you're dealing with, but your night has a time limit. As a matter of fact, your night is just an introduction to your next. I wish you turned it the first time with your neighbor and say your night is an introduction to your next. I don't care how dark it is. I, and that nighttime season is telling you that something better is on the way. There's something bigger on the way. There's something more powerful on the way. There's something out of this that I'm going to become better than this. Mm, yeah, it don't take a whole lot. All I got is just enough light for the 
step that I'm on, but that light is enough to show me there's better. I wish you would encourage two or three more people around you. Just tell them, just tell them, just tell them tonight is just an introduction to your next. Y'all might have to hit me anywhere in here because I'm going to get it and be through with it. Uh, epic faith can only be qualified by the obstacles that are overcome. Your faith has no qualifications if you ain't been through nothing. In order for your faith to be tested and strengthened, God has to dip it in darkness. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're going through something? You're just going through a darkness dip. Uh, you, I, I don't know your story is powerful unless you didn't come out. I don't know that you have overcome unless you have been overtaken. Mm, let's examine some of the symptoms of darkness dip. Are you struggling with submitting to God's will for you? Do you feel the tug of God on your life, but you keep putting it off? Do you say, yes, but not now? Or I'm not ready yet. I'm not just talking about a call to ministry or preaching. Or just a call to be a Christian. Just a call to live saves five days instead of two. Uh, some of y'all, look how y'all looking at me. Some of y'all fight to stay saved more than two days. Uh, 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 gone are the days of the saints that says I've been saved all week long and I'm glad about it no no I've been saved for the last 15 minutes and that's accomplishment And you have a problem, you know, you have a mind to do right. You, you want to do right, but too much do wrong around you. You, you want to go the right direction, but the wrong direction looks better for you. And you struggle, you struggle. You come to church, but the church don't come with you. You are suffering from a darkness dip. I got another symptom. Are you dealing with negative emotions? Like ignorance, jealousy, pride, anger, hatred. If you sitting in here with a tube right now, you suffering from a darkness dip. Ain't no way, let me just go on and say it like I want to. Ain't no way in the world that you can be in the midst of all this power and still be mad with somebody. You dealing with a darkness deal. Whatever was wrong with you, you should have gotten over it by now. You wasted too much energy and time trying to carry your, uh, your issue with somebody and they don't even know you got an issue with them. I'm preaching this because it's in the room. I smell your funk. And the apostle is telling you, get over it. We tired of looking at your lips turned up. We tired of you not speaking to nobody. Fix your face, get your attitude together, and let's move on. We still love you. 
We ain't got nothing against you. We just tired of tipping around you. I said that for those of you that's scared to say it. Because truly, the Bible says that if you got an art with your brother, go to them and them alone. And I've been waiting on some of y'all to go to your brother. But since you won't go, I'm going to make the elephant in the room bigger. Uh -huh. Get over yourself and let's get on with the program. Now, some of y'all, I'm going to leave that church. It ain't no love there. I'm saying it out of love. I love you, and I want to love you more. But I can't love you with all that around you. What's wrong? Nothing. But you ain't spoke to nobody in 20 weeks. I feel some kind of way. You don't even know what kind of way you feel. So why are you feeling it? You can't even describe it. Some kind of way. As Cassie said, you don't even know. You're dealing. It's okay. It's all right. We can get beyond it. We can get past it. I just want to tell you, you're dealing with a darkness dealing. There's somebody in this room right now that cares enough about you to want to help you. Let them. This ain't in my notes, but it's in the room. Let them. If you're dealing with depression, there's somebody you can talk to. Talk. If you're hurting, you're disappointed, you, 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 you've hurt by somebody, fix it. If they ain't been to you, go to them. Life is too short. The day ain't promised for you to be walking around here with junk in your heart. Maybe it's not with nobody in here, but it may be somebody in your family, somebody you work with. Life is too short for you to die and bust hell wide open over a silly feeling. Because the Bible says your heart is deceivingly wicked. It will lie to you. And what you mad about, I may not even know about. All right, let me get back to the message. Do we make selfish demands to satisfy our flesh at the expense of others? Do we put other people out so we can make ourselves feel better? You know, you know, make a promise and you don't keep it. You promised me my $20. I needed that $20 when I gave it to you. But you felt like you gave me a story that made me to believe that your need was greater than my need at the time. So I gave you based on what you say you needed with a promise that says you're going to give it back. But now you're avoiding me. When I know you done got paid 12 more times. And then sometimes you got the audacity to come back to me with this statement. I know I owe you, but. Can I? If you are so busy trying to satisfy yourself that you're doing everybody else, 
you're suffering from a darkness deal. Just as in creation, this darkness that you are in is an opportunity. It's an opportunity for Jesus to insert himself in your situation. Darkness covered the face of the deep. Bible says, and the spirit of God brooded or hovered over the face of the waters, over the expanse of the waters and the darkness. He inserts himself and then opens his mouth. Wait a minute. That means that God got in the darkness before he cut on the light. Wait. He is light. But he steps in darkness and then speaks. Which means now that although you don't see no light, God is still there. Uh, let me see if I can say it another way. The good thing to remember is this. God did not cast you in the darkness. That happens later. God did not throw you into darkness. That happens later in Revelation. God dipped you in darkness, which means he's had his hand on you the whole time. Oh, y'all don't get it. It's dark, but he still got me. Although it seems like darkness ain't stopping, he still has me. Uh, uh, summertime is ice cream time. Now, old school ice cream had what was called soft serve. That's why my daddy still goes to uh, Golden Corral. Soft serve means that they would get the cone. Swirl the ice cream. And those who knew how to do it good could make it stack real high. Then they had this special type of chocolate that they would take the cone and dip it down in it and by the time they turned it back up the chocolate had hardened around the cone and around the ice cream it had created a protective shell oh can i tell you something for some of y'all the darkness you've been dipped in is protection All he did was take you, dip you. Because there's some things you too soft on. Oh, okay, let me break it down. That guy that wasn't good for you, you were too soft on him. And so God had to allow some darkness to happen in a relationship to harden you with him. So now, where you were so easy, you ain't as easy no more. Oh, y'all looking at me. You just been... 
deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's some things that we 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 were real easy with getting drunk. Until we got the sickest we've ever been in our lives. Oh, you know, it was one of them bowl experiences where you tried to find something cold on the floor or cold on the bowl. Oh, look at y'all looking at me. And you promised God and about 12 more people, I will never do this ever again you were dipped in darkness to harden you so the next time they gave you the light and the brown mix you said uh uh no uh uh don't want that we I got to go I got to go I got to go we often face dark times when we face dark times, we often try to convince God to rush the process and cut all the lights on. God is dark. I can't stand it. I'm going to die. Can't find my way. Can't make a decision. Don't know what to do. Don't know when to do it if I knew what to do. It's too dark. Cut the lights on. I'll fast for it. God, if you cut all the lights on, I'm going to give you the best dance I ever gave you in my life. I'm going to wave my hand so hard, copper tunnel will sit up in my elbow. If you just cut the lights on. Have you ever noticed, uh, well, I noticed because I'm a school teacher, when the lights go out at the school, all the kids start screaming. Nothing has changed other than the lights went out. But in our faith walk with God, God will sometimes just give us just enough for the step we on. I got an addiction. And God, I need you to help me get clean. And God says, all right, here you go. But God, that ain't a whole lot of light. I'm trying to get to step 12. And I'm on step one, and he says, I'm giving you just enough light for the step you want. God, y'all, they have more sacrificial times at this church than any other church ever been a part of. Seem like as soon as I get through paying one sacrifice, here come another one. First Sunday in June. Here come another one. God, how am I going to do that? I struggled to do the other one. God gives you just enough light for the step you own. And you got to trust him. Oh, let me see if I can help you. How do I make it out of the dark dips of life without dying in the darkness? I'll give you two or three, and then I'm done. Number one, don't allow the darkness around you to debilitate your steps. God has given you a much, enough light to take one step at a time. But you got to take it. Some of us are in dark times and just standing still. 
whether it's financially, whether it's emotionally, whether it's relationally, we're just standing still. And God says, you got to take the step. I know you can't see all the way to the end of the journey. Just deal with the light you got. My mayor used to say like this. You got to try to live saved. You may not be successful with it all the time. But just take one step. Just one step. He will do the rest. He will do the rest. Just one step. That's the Baptist marching song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Psalm, 70, uh, Psalm 27 and 23 says, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights. He delights. <laughs> in his way. The fact that you've made it through this darkness should encourage you to take another step. Think about the last dog dip you were in. You still in it or you got out? So if you made it out of that, that should encourage you to take another step. But you can't wait on the light to do it. The Jordan did not part for Joshua until they stepped their foot in the water. They couldn't wait for low tide. They couldn't wait for water evaporation. They could not wait for a light to shine down from heaven, from heaven to say, this is the time. The word of the Lord was, as you put your foot in, the waters will part. And I just believe in my sanctified imagination that the water was rising until they stepped down and it parted and dry land was there because they were willing to make the step. God will not illuminate until you activate. He's not going to show you nothing else until you trust him with what you already got. Some of y'all that need me to preach you a new word every week ain't going to get it because you ain't done the first one that I gave you. I need a new word. They not, they not growing at this church. I need to go somewhere where they're going. You're not growing because you're not doing what you're supposed to do. And you can go to 311. 311, that's another one. That's a number, 311. 311, okay. That's, I don't know, 30-11, whatever that means. Don't, don't tell me. But that might be your sacrificial offer. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. The bottom line is you're going to have to take the step and as you step God will illuminate yeah. second thing here is you got to reach for steady things when you're in a dog situation you reach for stuff that you know will hold you up mm. you got to get a grip on God's word all of this living your Christian life vicariously through me is not going to keep you. The Bible that your mama or your grandmama know is not going to keep you. It's badly keeping them. You got to know God and his word for yourself. Stop. It ain't cute that you don't know any scripture. 
Oh yeah, I'm the one that tells you, yeah, you just tell your story and your story will win people to Christ. That is true. But you need to know some Bible yourself. Something. Get your Bible. You know what's happening with everybody else. Everybody business, you know on social media. Grab your Bible. You got it on your phone. Read a scripture other than the one that I get send you every week. I challenge you. I challenge you. Start a Bible program. Most of the Bible apps right now have them. I'll give you a scripture a day and a thought. It ain't but two minutes worth of reading. I promise you, if you do that and stick with it, it's one for every day. Stick with it, you will be encouraged, and the Word of God will start in developing you. Meditate on it day and night. You need it. Because when the lights go out, you need something firm to hold on to. You ain't going to be able to. Sometimes the minister on duty cut their phone off. They ain't got time to call you. you. In dark times, you got to know how to say, God, you said. The Bible says about itself, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Learn the word. All right. Third one, I'm done. Always keep some night lights around. Night lights are people who have had practice seeing God in the dark. There are people around you. That's why you got to come to church. Because in the seats next to you are people who have had experience seeing God in the dark. Night lights. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know, I know they don't look like it. I know sometimes they come in and don't look like they had a bit of victory. But they've had some times that they ain't told you about where it was dark and they couldn't find nobody but God. Uh, uh, in my house, I'm done. I'm close. I'm gonna sit down. In my house, we, we have all kinds of lights. My house is automated. My wife hates it, and I don't care. I am a tech person. I am. My house is a smart house. Smart. If I were to be buried, I'm gonna raise up and say, Alexa, close my coffin. Uh, uh, so I like gadgets so I get a kick out of being able to look at my phone and see everything that's going on in my house I get a kick out of by saying by saying turn lights on at 5 o'clock turn lights off I get a kick out of that yet there are times when the internet goes out and my lights Go out. And my smart house becomes dumb again. I know y'all smart. Y'all are intelligent, intellectual beings. We say here, 
not only are we unapologetically Pentecostal, we are also intellectually astute. But with your intellectual, intellectual astuteness, when the lights go out, you turn dumb again. Because we don't know where we going. We don't know what we feeling for. I've made it a practice in my house. I've learned my house to the point that if it's dark in my house, I know where all my furniture is. Except that corner of the couch in the bedroom that always finds my toe. But one other thing I have in my house is all around my house, I have miniature flashlights. They are not the big ones. They just give you just enough light for the step you on. And they're all over the house. So if one gives out, I know where another one is for the next step. There's one in every room because sometimes our dark experiences, it's not a dark room, it's a dark mansion. And sometimes we go from room to room and all of the rooms seem dark. But there is a light in the dark room. Ah, this light is not connected to ordinary electric, electrical sources. This has an external power separated from all of the other stuff that's hooked up. So it doesn't matter how dark it gets, this is always guaranteed to run. As long as I keep the batteries fresh and charged. How many of you have been trying to face the darkness of life with uncharged batteries? How many of you don't have enough light in your house help you through the dark dips that life is guaranteed to bring. Uh, I know that a good thunderstorm will knock the power out. So I have to plan ahead for power outages. I paid, I stopped on the way here and paid $1 for this. And the batteries were separate in another pack, in the same pack. And I put them in. And the one thing I noticed that I put brand new batteries in, but this thing ain't got no power. I got to hold it real close just to see my step, which causes me to bend sometimes. I got to, I got to do. Uh, uh, but one thing I found out that when I got the light with me I'm never really in the dark uh, I wish I could give y'all scripture I, 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 I could uh, uh, I'll paraphrase it. It, it the light of Christ comes in and the darkness comprehended it not didn't recognize that it was being infiltrated with light. 
came to tell you, God has given you enough light for the step that you own. Take the step. Keep your batteries charged. Build your life to a point that when life has its dark dips, you got a nightlight somewhere to show you the way. That's enough for today. Everybody stand back.